This episode of the Pharmacy IT and Me podcast was originally recorded in January 2022. You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Pharmacy IT and Me podcast, and I'm your host, Tony Dow. And as with every episode, we start with this one, saying that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. On today's episode, I'm very excited to have on our show uh, Senior Manager in Medication Technology, Dr. Matthew Farley. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you doing? Good. Glad to be here, Tony. Yeah, and glad to have you. And, you know, so before we get into talking about your current role and what you do, uh, can you kind of just tell us listeners a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So I guess starting with the basics, you know, I, I live in eastern Iowa. Uh, I'm a pharmacist and I got my PharmD at the University of Iowa. I, I noticed you recently had Dalton on the show and I was like, man, we got some good Iowa coverage on the podcast. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I currently work for uh, Fresenius Kabi, which is a large global healthcare company. Most people know us because we make a lot of the medications that are actually used in hospitals. Uh, the company is based in Germany, but it actually has around 3,000 employees in the U.S. and three pharmaceutical manufacturing sites here. So there's a lot going on in the U.S. and, and I sit in the marketing department for the U.S. branch. Um, I guess like background stuff. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a hodgepodge of IT, healthcare, and business. You know, I've done quite a bit of work of startups, but my main roles have have really focused on hospitals. You know, working in informatics, automated dispensing systems, EHRs, all that great stuff. Uh, but now I'm kind of more in the I would say broader digital health space and. You know, working to some extent as like a software product manager, but with a lot of other marketing responsibilities that go along with working for a pharmaceutical company. So, you know, uh, when you're going through pharmacy school, was this something that you you kind of had an idea you wanted to do or did that kind of come later? You know, n- not really. I going into pharmacy school, I grew up in a pretty small school district. And so they didn't actually have enough IT resources to even have an IT person at every one of the schools. And so what they did is they created a student program where they recruited some students, they trained them on general IT networking and computer hardware and just like how to fix the stuff. And then we went on rotations and were the support for our different schools. So for me, I, I got to be a part of that. And then I went to undergrad and I, I knew I wanted to do something more in healthcare, but I kept getting all these IT jobs like on the side because they were available. And I mean, as a student, they were tend to be a little bit higher paying than some of the other student jobs. And so I had this IT framework going into pharmacy school, but I didn't really know how to use it. I actually was fully intending to do more of the hospital administration route until I found my first job. So when you went through pharmacy school, did you see technology being like a, a something that it was a you can get into at that point? I did. Yeah, I did. I saw actually my first experience in pharmacy school. I was, I think, a second year student. And like I said, I'm in, I went to the University of Iowa, I'm in Eastern Iowa. And there was this company that was a recently formed called Telefarm, which allowed a pharmacy to be run from a different location. And that really intrigued me. And I, I reached out to the founder and, and just said, if you ever have something that I could help you with, I would totally be interested uh, just because I had the IT background and he was in the pharmacy space. And to his credit, he was like, yeah, come come hang out with us. Like, we'll pay you and, and you can help think through some of the 
features of the product and maybe where we go next with some things. So I had this great exposure to like pharmacy IT, but also business and innovation. And that was just a really great experience that at least made me realize there's a lot going on in healthcare and in the digital space. And it really wasn't until my last year, how much I realized was happening from a inpatient hospital informatics perspective. And I encountered a hospital and I saw that on rotations. And uh, that's where I started to have my interest peaked about what I could do in that space. I see. I see. So, so, you know, after, you know, you finished pharmacy school, you worked for a bit and you you were able to uh, get a role over at Unity Point uh, for some time as an IT pharmacist and then eventually a supervisor of the inpatient pharmacy operation. So I was curious about, like, uh, how did you get into that role and what was that role like? Yeah. So, I, like I said, my last year, I was even still thinking I want to do, you know, a PGY1 and PGY2 in health administration. And I went to our career fair and I, I bumped into this hospital that was looking for an IT pharmacist. And I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> what what is that going to be? Like, what kind of job is that? And I, they were, a, it's a large health system, but this particular area of it has three hospitals that this position was serving. And it, you know, it involved everything with automated dispensing systems and some implementations there, but then the EHR, they were also going up on 340B, which, you know, when I was taking the job, I had no idea what that was, but still it was like a really a great experience to learn that. But it was at that career fair that I just basically got lucky, if you will, and found someone who needed someone with an IT background and was willing to let a student learn some of that stuff. So that's how I got into it right out of school. It was pretty great. So then when you're into that role, right, like, uh, I know it's like two different time periods there. Uh, first, you were an IT pharmacist. Uh, and, you know, that that term's pretty general, like, every institution has a different kind of like, scope of uh, practice, I guess, for the IT pharmacist. So what was yours like? I, I would describe it as like the medication use system pharmacist. Uh, like you said, everyone has kind of different definitions of some of this stuff. Mine mine was like, are you dealing with more of the operations-based IT systems and the drug distribution and more of like the business side of distributing medications as opposed to like what I think of as true clinical informatics, which is more on the, in my opinion, build side around the EHR, clinical decision support, thinking through like the appropriate use of pharmaceuticals. I would say my first job was definitely more on the first side of things, which is the operations side. I see. I see. So what kind of like, I guess if you can talk about it, like what kind of specific things did you do? I know you talk about the medication use system side, but like, uh, can you give an example? Yeah, absolutely. So like administering the, the Pixis cabinets was, you know, a big part of that role, uh, just making sure that there was enough pharmaceuticals and the inventory levels were there. And I think at that point too, they went through some addition to the hospital. So there was implementation that had to take place. Um, and then being essentially the support of the pharmacy. So, you know, if there was even something in the EHR, which wasn't correct, or, you know, there was an update to the data banks, that was part of this role was to make sure that everything ran appropriately in the pharmacy. And then also, um, at that point, 340B was coming on for this particular hospital. And so setting up the split billing software for them was a really big part of uh, my time there. And so that was Another thing that this position helped to think through and manage from a software perspective. I see. Yeah, uh, split billing can, can get complicated. I speak from experience as well. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. 
Um, and then like after that uh, period of time as an IT pharmacist, you did eventually get into the supervisor of inpatient pharmacy operations. Uh, I know that, you know, I've seen people jump between the operations or direct directorial kind of roles and then going to informatics or the other way around. So uh, can you kind of tell us a little bit about like how you got into that role and then I guess why you, you chose to do it? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a natural extension once you really understand the workflows behind everything that, you know, from an IT perspective, it's great to understand that. But then there can just be other components from the peer operation and people standpoint. And I was personally interested in that. And so when this role was an option, that's why I pursued it was to try to really broaden past some of just the, the purely IT components and understand the pharmacy department better as well. I see. Yeah, I mean, that that really makes sense, too, because having that um, understanding really just helps your your ability to use these, uh, these tools, right, the technology tools for better operations. Yeah, right. So the next part of your career, you went to uh, the University of Iowa Healthcare as an informatics pharmacy practice specialist. And uh, this was through um, Epic Willow. So uh, I guess like, you know, institutions are, they always practice differently. So for you, when you moved into this role, uh, how was it different than uh, what you had in your experience at Unity Point? Yeah, so I, I'd i say the reason for the move in general was, uh, I talked about those two different sides of, of, you know, medication use systems versus the EHR and clinical informatics. And again, like for me, I have a pretty deep interest in just how things work. And I think a lot of pharmacists do, but, you know, when, when I started to think through the EHR and, and like you said, in this case, it was epic at both institutions. I had this desire to just like understand the build behind it and understand all of the components and the options. And I, I had a pretty solid grasp of all the front user experience stuff, but I really wanted to learn all the back end, right? Like, how do you actually build the EHR? You know, what, why does this dose button show up on the screen? Like all of that stuff. And so um, I really wanted to get Willow certified. And there was an opportunity at the University of Iowa on their Community Connect platform. So uh, I was fortunate enough to get that role and was able to get Willow certified and then start building out Epic. And what was really fun is I got to work with critical access hospitals in my state to learn their workflows and then help implement the Epic product through that Community Connect pro program from the University of Iowa. So it was a really, really fun to actually see a full implementation. And I got to see that three times uh, with my time there. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Wow. You went through three implementations. Did you, uh, did you notice that um, I guess, like for the different impl implementations, were you able to kind of apply what you know from one to another? Or was it kind of like these implementations are pretty different because each institution practices differently? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, like every, there are slight tweaks, you know, the especially with the way that was set up, they were, you know, if they could, they would use the medication record that was already built, right? So sometimes it was we got to figure out what NDCs that they have. And then the medication record just naturally followed. I mean, every hospital has, for the most part, their own unique blend of mixtures and IV uh, components that they add. And so that that tends to be pretty customizable. But once you do an implementation, you kind of see that it's, it's sort of this basic process, right? Of like, okay, what pharmaceuticals are they using? What are their workflows for drug distribution? What is unique about them? And you just kind of kind of get a, a routine. So um, yeah, I, I'd say it's like after you see it twice, it's it is kind of a standard thing and you can do it over and over again. I see. So I know that your role there was, um, you know, implementing at these uh, different institutions. Did you have like a 
like a day-to-day like kind of on the maintenance side or was it mostly just the implementation yeah i I was mostly just the implementation piece uh, for that those projects i see yeah you know that's that's really interesting to hear because uh you know sometimes when they there's institutions that hire informatics pharmacists it's uh to do both and it's it's kind of like a struggle sometimes if there's not enough resources um but it's nice to hear that you know at the place that you're at you're able to just be focused on the implementation to make sure that those kind of things uh, work well right yeah it was interesting they had they had um like a, a unit that i would say is more focused on the main hospital campus and then i worked on this unit that was more focused on these new hospitals coming up so that was a nice distribution of labor for those implementations for sure so uh, so you had experience in multiple institutions, and uh, one of the things that uh, kind of would be common for people in that area is that they'd be working in the industry side, because usually on the vendor side, you'd be doing multiple implementations for different institutions. Um, but uh, I'm not sure if that was what, that's what your role is or not. So let's just uh, segue into your role now as Senior Manager in Medication Technology at Fresenius Kabi. So can you kind of talk a little bit more about, I guess, like uh, what made you decide to jump there and uh, I guess what your role is now. Yeah, I, like, I think I was actually talking about this the other day with folks. Like, a lot of people are trying to are thinking about you know the question is how do I get into informatics? And it's a great question. I know that there's lots of people that have covered that subject. One of the things that I've been thinking about and even thinking about back then is okay, you learn all of these sort of amazing skills and you're really proficient in workflow. You're really proficient in user experience. A lot of times you're really proficient in you know, the business behind pharmacy as an informaticist. So that skill set actually is really applicable to digital health in general and really applicable to various businesses. And so um, there was a role open at Fresenius Kabi and, you know, just thinking about like what it is and, and why I went for it. It's, it's a really a unique combination of product management from like a software term perspective you know, marketing, uh, which is also like an interesting skill set, and then sales enablement and customer support. And then I like to think like sprinkling a little innovation. So, you know, like on any given day, there could be all kinds of things that go into this role. And that was really interesting to learn this, this whole other vantage point of the healthcare system. So you talked about digital health, I, I guess, can you kind of define, this is probably a loaded question, because that term is very uh, broad, but can you define what digital health is nowadays? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's really broad. I think actually informatics, like clinical informatics in the hospital is encompassed under the term digital health. And I guess I define it as enabling something with technology uh, in the healthcare space. So like, I think that term encompasses a app that is used to pair with a pharmaceutical. You know, I think it encompasses uh, maybe a digital therapeutic that actually has evidence to improve a disease state as an intervention. So I know it's a very broad term, but I, like, I just kind of think of as an area in healthcare that someone's using technology to improve something. And it tends to be focused on patient's outcomes or patient satisfaction. Awesome. So, you know, your role is like senior manager of medication technology. So what kind of medication technologies are there that Fresenius Kabi is uh, developing or in development or, you know, things that you could actually talk about? And, you know, what's your, your role in them? Yeah, so I work cross-functionally across product groups. Um, I would say my main focus is in our simplest portfolio of ready-to-administer products. And then also our plus RFID portfolio. 
So it's really fun. I get to help basically create tools that people would use and then help those customers utilize those tools, which I know can be a little bit conceptual. So I guess like an example for simplest, the pre-filled syringes is I would I would potentially work with a customer to think about kind of the why I might want that. And then also, you know, the how I would go about implementing it. So like a why, right? Um, we've been working on uh, this philosophy of, of dose optimization around some of our narcotics in that portfolio. So actually, like one of the things I did with a customer recently is I worked with a, a hospital in Texas and they were interested in looking at fentanyl waste. And so... Um, what I, I got to do as part of our team is help them think through which reports to pull to look at that waste and then analyze what's the most common amount that's wasted. So in this case, uh, the, the hospital was wasting fentanyl 50 micrograms exactly uh, around 60% of the time. And we have a product that matches that exactly from a dose optimization standpoint. And so, you know, we we were like, we think if you were to add on this product that might reduce your overall waste. And what was fun about this situation is we actually got to see the results. So they shared with us that when they added this on, it reduced their overall fentanyl waste by 62%. So just like a really cool thing that we got to see and, and just think through from an operations perspective. Now, that's kind of the why side, right? Like thinking about what the impact would be. Uh, we also get to do the how, which is once someone's committed to you know, utilizing that simplest pre-filled syringe, we've actually created a tool that uses analytics to think through the storage of it, right? Because when you've got a vial, um, it's a, a fairly small thing, like in general, but then when you're adding or changing onto a ready-to-administer syringe, you know, the challenge of space in the automated dispensing system comes into play. So we wanted to partner with our customers on that and uh, what we did is we've created a tool that takes some reports from the automated dispensing cabinets. It thinks through the storage of how things are set up in there currently, and then it will make suggestions to free up space in order to make simplest fit. So that's a, as you can imagine, that's a really big part of like the software product management piece of my role is was the initial creation of that and then the ongoing maintenance. So. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. So do you get a hand in actually building it too? Or you more like, is it more like coordinating the build? Or how, how does that work? Yeah, it's definitely, you know, like, maybe in a larger software build environment, you'd have like a product manager, uh, uh, owner of the product, and then you'd have your software developers and quality assurance, I would say, so I get to work with some developers, but then I would be helping to think through feature additions or changes and then managing like the sprints, right? Like if we're going to do an upgrade, we'd be doing that in a sprint environment and thinking about how to do that in the best possible way for a cost perspective, but then also just like organization and build perspective. So I kind of sit like in the middle of user experience, tech, and and like the business case around a lot of that stuff as well. So would you say this, uh, this kind of role that you have today, like is it completely different than the role you had in the past uh, or is it similar? Yeah, it's it, I would say it's completely different, but it, it like draws from things like it's in order to do this job, you have to have a solid understanding of the operations and the IT systems, because another component is just being the voice of the customer. A fun part of my job is just being the voice of the customer and, and also understanding the downstream tools and the applications that get used in the hospital. But yeah, it's completely different than what I thought I would be doing <laughs> for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, like some of those skills uh, that you've experienced in the past, like we're able to, you know, transfer over. Uh, I guess, do you have any like specific, specific skills that you think that you were able to gain that kind of apply now in your role? Yeah, you know, I think I talked about this before, but if you are in the pharmacy, especially informatics, you've got a really good understanding of workflows. And I think I've always been intrigued by like the economics of healthcare and who is playing what parts and what's their motivation, right? Like even from the the insurance companies to the hospital, like how is that payment system happening? And then from, you know, the different programs around pharmaceuticals with 340B and other, you know, different programs that people are administering, like what is the motivation there? And then like, how does that play into these various things? And just understanding how that operates in the pharmacy department, I think like was a natural skill to just understand the landscape of healthcare. And so I think that that's definitely something like I always say to students when I'm talking to them, like if you can go into a pharmacy department really in anywhere, but especially in the hospital and you hear someone complain about something or it's complicated and people say, I don't really understand that. Like that is the best place to dive in and try to learn something because then you'll become valuable. Like, you know, a a DOP or a pharmacy manager, when they're hiring someone, they want someone that can help solve their problems. And so like, if you know the problems and know how to like understand them, that just seems like a great place to plug in and, you know, help, help innovate and change. Awesome. You kind of touched on this already for the students, but, uh, you know, what about pharmacists right now? Like, What about pharmacists who are in a, a different type of role, but they want to get into the medication uh, technology space like you, or even just in general, the informatics space? Like, What kind of things do you think they can do uh, in, in this moment in time? Yeah, I would say like if it's as basic as just being interested and focused in technology, like I've seen a lot of informaticists that have more of a clinical background, and I think that's great. And it's highly needed and probably the best way in general is to like get clinical first, and then you understand a lot of what drives the decision making in the EHR. I also think there's a need for more people that just like working with technology, right? Like they like to like build their own computers and work with hardware, and maybe they like to, to program. I would say like if you don't have a traditional hospital background, that's probably what I would do is I would focus more on the just general technology of things and and get a flavor for, you know, the analytics piece as well, because more and more there's just data. And if you can show meaningful results from that data, you've got something valuable. And so a lot of that like doesn't necessarily take training. It just takes someone who's interested. So that's I would just start by like diving into those two areas of hardware and technology, but then also data and just see how you can like make a a case for something. Awesome. Thanks for uh, sharing that advice. And uh, if anyone wanted to reach out to you, uh, what's the best way that they can reach you, reach out to like ask questions or something? Probably LinkedIn is best uh, for, for people out there. Um, I think maybe we can put a link in the, the show notes here. Yeah, yeah, I'll put a link. I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so people can reach out to uh, ask any further questions if they were interested. But you know, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, if you like our show, please share with your friends. 
Or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.